Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Season 4 of Seeking the Kingdom Podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. We pray that by listening to these podcast sermons, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless you from the Kingdom of God Ministries in Miami, Florida. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We want to thank you for listening to Seeking the Kingdom podcast, season four, episode 27, titled Falling for It. Tonight, I am joined by Joshua and Whitey. We want to thank God for another opportunity to uh, share God's word. We know that Whitey has a, a beautiful message from the Lord uh, about uh, you know the fall of man in Genesis. So uh, before we you know hand off the mic to Whitey, we want to pray. So Heavenly Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We worship you. We praise you, Father. And we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father God, that there's power in your word to change our lives, Father God. And we give you glory for that. Lord, I pray that you would anoint Whitey, that you would anoint our hearts as the listeners, Father, that you would just anoint us for your glory, Father God, to receive your word, Father God, to apply it to our lives for your glory, honor, and praise. I pray for Whitey as he brings your word forward. I pray that you bless him. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And with that, Whitey, the uh, mic is all yours. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Uh, like we always do, we want to thank God uh, for each and every opportunity we have to share his word. It is always an honor and a privilege. And uh, what I've been given to, uh, to share uh, this week, uh, I wanted to talk to for a few weeks now. Uh, and it's just that I didn't really have the opportunity because the Lord led different ways in, in, in my, uh, when it came to my turn. Uh, but I feel it's right now uh, that this is uh, a, a message that uh, we all should hear, especially uh, seeing it how... Uh, uh, my father shared just a very similar message on a Thursday night, and I feel that that's sort of confirmation. I, I feel that it's a message that can help, and that's always what we're going to try to do. What we're always trying to do here is, is to help ourselves grow, help us be more in touch with the Word of God, help us be more in touch with the Spirit of God, because in that is our growth. In that, uh, you know, we we are being you know, made into the glorious image that uh, he's called us to be. Uh, so the title is Falling For It because basically that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the fall of man. Uh, we're going to go to Genesis 3. And uh, Christopher, uh, I would like you to read uh, from Genesis 1, uh, uh, Genesis 3 verse 1 all the way down to 20. So we got a little bit of reading to do. But I think it's helpful if we all understand just the fullness of the story and then we go back right over it. Uh, I think that's going to be the best way to do it. So, Christopher, would you read that? Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animals the Lord had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat of any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden. But God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it 
or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I have commanded you not to eat from? The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust. All the days of your life I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. To the woman he said, I will make your pains in childbearing very severe with painful labor. You will give birth to children. Your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it. All the days of your life I will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken, for the dust you are, and to the dust you will return. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. Amen. God bless you, Christopher. Uh, I wanted to go through the entire thing so that we get a, a, a good idea of the story. I, I'm hoping that you know we're all familiar enough with the story to where we understand where we're at, basically. And just to give it a little more background, uh, you know, in in one in Genesis one and two. It's the story of creation. It's the story of how God created first the world. And then after that, he created mankind in that world. But he created mankind with the idea, with the purpose of being in his image. And not only that, he created mankind to rule over the rest of creation. He created mankind to be the leader, to be the, the guidance over the rest of creation. And what happens is mankind, even though we're given this task, we fail. We become 
imperfect through what has become known as sin. And in here, we're going to study about the original sin. Uh, what, we're, what I wanted to talk about basically is just to stay on one particular point. The I wanted to examine what uh, what went wrong here and why why the devil used the fruit to entice the woman and Jones I'm hoping to get a better understanding but I, I believe with a better understanding of this original sin I believe just even today even today you know thousands of years later we'll be able to grow from it we'll be able to to recognize what was going on and become wise and, and become you know uh, knowledgeable onto the devil's schemes and become you know more intelligent and on how to deal with them and how to recognize them as what they are evil and wrong and how to shun them and how to run away from them and how to uh, to run towards goodness and truth instead uh, what happened was guys uh, if you go back to the, the beginning of Genesis, in Genesis uh, uh, 3, 1, uh, uh, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat, from, uh, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows, and this is what I want people to recognize, for God knows. The reason he says for is because this is his explanation. This is what he's trying to convince her of. This is what his whole game plan was. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So uh, I just wanted to go back over that. Basically, uh, you know, we, we just stated uh, that, you know, what we were created for, we were created to be made in the image of God, to be leaders, to be good and holy and pleasing to him, to be perfect in his sight. And then the devil preys on the, the woman in order to take her mind off of God's goal and reshape the woman into something that looks like him. The devil himself sought equality with God. The devil himself thought him, he wanted himself to be equal with God, reign as God reigns and be as God is. And instead of, of, of being you know, who were we, we were created to be, which is you know, uh, under God and rulers over the earth, you know, the devil sought to reshape humanity in his own image by getting the woman to, 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 to grab the fruit and eat of the fruit. And the, the next verse shows, you know, she saw it as, as valuable to gain wisdom. And she saw it as valuable. Maybe what he's saying is good. Equality with God, how can that be bad? Instead of being a lesser being, I can be a more elevated being. So that's where we, it all goes wrong. <laughs> the, the devil starts telling her 
listen, there's greener grass than you are just the, the, the way you exist now. There's, there's something better. God is hiding something. God is not to be trusted. You need to experience for yourself. You need to, uh, 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 to take the fruit for yourself and realize that this uh, holy being, this holy, you should not trust him. He's not trustworthy. So I just want to state the fact here that from the garden, from the early days of, of, of man's existence, all it is, all the devil has been doing since then is reimagining and reapplying the same method, re-attempting uh, 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 to get mankind to fall for the same old trick. Every sin that was ever committed, everything, is basically, do I trust God enough not to do this? Do I trust God enough to do this? Do I trust... And then the devil would come in and put some sort of thought in your mind that says, there may be greener grass on the other side. You know, God is, is not to be uh, fully trusted. God is not to be uh, fully uh, uh, faithful to or, or have full faith in. Instead, rise above that. Be, be, be something bigger than yourself. Seek equality with God. But then, but then you know, the Bible clearly shows us how we are to think. Joshua, can you read uh, uh, Philippians 2 and verse 5 and 6? And that'll show us the mindset we're supposed to have when it comes to equality. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think equality with God as something to cling to. You see, that's the mindset of Christ. He was God, and he was also man. And he did not say in his humanity that uh, 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 Godhood is something uh, that humanity should cling to. So, uh, no, we are to understand our role. Equality with God, that's not where we were meant to be. We were not made to be equal with God. We were made to please God. That's the purpose of our existence. Outside of that purpose, we're left with emptiness. Outside of that uh, uh, purpose, we're left with nothing but evil and void. That's, that's what the devil's existence is today. Evil, void of purpose, doomed to an ultimate destruction because he thought of equality with God as something to be grasped. But the Bible tells us we're not to imagine equality with God as something to be grasped. We're not to take our authority over our own lives, but rather we are to look at God and trust him because in his omniscience, in his all-knowingness, he reveals to us what is good versus what is evil, what is right and what is unto glory and what is bad and wrong and unto destruction. He reveals all that information to us, but now it's up to us to defy the devil, to defy the snake in the garden and, and, and rebuke the snake in the garden and say, I do trust 
that what the Lord has said is right and good. That is who I'm meant to be. That is who I want to be. That is who I'm going to grow to be. And in that, in that, what happens is God Almighty, uh, later on in the verse as we read, he starts to tell everybody their punishment. He tells the snake his punishment. He's going to eat dust for the rest of his life, doomed to a, 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 an eternal punishment. Uh, he tells uh, Adam, um, from dust you were, uh, uh, from dust you came, and to dust you will return. So that's that's death entering to the world. Adam uh, represents humankind, uh, and, and death has now entered into the world. But I want you to understand something. When you read the Bible, and you read the Bible in the Spirit, God sometimes reveals to you things, and 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 and. Uh, what he's revealed to me is over every time he speaks, it is it is very important to look with the Holy Spirit, to look to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, because God speaks and accomplishes all his goals with one sentence. With one sentence, he can speak a million different things with one sentence. What he says to the woman is that in childbearing, you're going to have pains, but you're going to bear children. You're, go you're going still to be fruitful. You're going to have children, you're going to, but uh, also, also I'm going to put, uh, he says to the snake, I'm going to put uh, enmity between you and the woman, and you're gonna strike his uh, uh, heel and he's gonna crush your head. So even though he's dishing out punishments, even though he's dishing out the curses here, there's also through the spiritual uh, 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 understanding, you can understand that there's blessings here. He, she, he says to the woman, your desire will be for your husband and he will rule over you. That means uh, one thing specifically. Uh, it, it, it does mean that man is going to be given authority over women, yes, but it also means uh, the, the woman represents uh, uh, humanity when it comes to Adam and Eve, and Adam would represent Christ. So Eve represents humanity and Adam representing Christ. The man is going to rule over the woman. This is the promise of salvation to humanity. Even in these curses, God is telling us, God is giving us victory over Satan, victory over sin. But we have to believe it. We have to trust God. We have to look at this. He, he's still calling us to bear fruit. Yes, now that sin has entered into the world, you will bear uh, uh, children in, in uh, pains and childbearing pains and but in all that, children have been deemed fruit. So you're still going to be fruitful in all of this pain and all of this, uh, the ugly fallen world. God still calls us to be fruitful. He still calls us to have his purpose, his goals in mind. He still calls us to repentance and unto his glory. He still calls us through that. And in doing so, all that is left is for us to pick. Do we believe the snake in the garden? even today, even after reading what happens? 
or are we going to take the rest of the Bible and show God and see God's faithfulness, seeing God who who sent His only Son out of His love to save us all from sin and death, and and look at that faithfulness. Now, are we going to reject that like we did in the garden, or are we going to grow from it? Because the bottom line is, we're either going to grow for from it. Or we're going to simply again? Are we just falling for it? Falling for what the devil had planned from the beginning, which is to not grow, to be made in an image that doesn't reflect Christ. Instead, with belief, with faith, with full-on trusting of the Lord, which comes from hearing of the Word of God, which comes from study, which comes from the Holy Spirit revealing us. Who God is and His nature and how that is can be implanted in us. Through that, we can defeat the devil because we have already been given victory from the start, from the very beginning. It was told to us that the devil's snake's head will be crushed by the foot of the man who is Jesus Christ. All that is left for us now to do is believe. That's what I wanted to share. I'm hoping that、uh, it wasn't too long. I'm hoping that it was it wasn't too uh, uh, harsh or, or <clears throat>、uh, difficult to understand. But、uh, that's what the Lord put on my heart, guys, and I'm, I'm hoping it was a blessing. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Whitey. Beautiful message.、Um, you know, it, it's a very important message about that. That we shouldn't fall for what the devil、uh, tries to plant in our ears when we should just pay more attention to what God tells us. Um, and I mean, very simple, just to make sure where our attention's at. Amen, Wendy. Amen. So with that, we want to close out the program in prayer,、uh, like we say always in every program that we see the、uh, the DMs, we see the prayer requests about people that are、um, you know battling cancer or battling sickness or in the hospitals or people that are in、uh, jail that they're waiting for. Good news and、um, from lawyers and from、uh, judges. So we're going to put that before the Lord right now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. To you be all glory, that you're the God that hears our prayers, and that you're able to do more than we can ask or imagine. So, Devla, who are we, Mukadal, not to lay our requests before our Father? But we give you glory, honor, and thanks that we could do that, Lord. So, Father, in Your Son's name, we come to You, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, asking for healing upon those who are sick, Father God, those who are in the hospital, those who are dealing with cancer and kidney disease and sugar,、uh, anxiety and fear and worry, Father God,、uh, heart trouble, Mukadha. So, God, You serve, Father God. I pray, Mukadha, that You bring healing upon Your people in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. I pray, Father God, for children, Mukadha, with speech delay, Father God, for children with autism, Devla. We come. Against it in the mighty name of Jesus, and we pray, Father God, that you would open up these children's mouths, Mukadha, to sing your praises, Father God, to speak of your goodness, Father God. I pray, Mukadha, that you would give them words, Father God, sentences, Father God, conversations, Mukadha, that you would increase their vocabulary in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. I pray, Mukadha, for all those, Father God, I subhanade, Mukadha. I pray, Father God. Blessed news, Father God. They are sunaz mukato. I pray that you would give them favor in the sight of you, Lord and man, Father God. I pray mukato that you bless your churches, the pastors, the congregations, the workers, Father God. Keep us strong in you, Father God. I pray mukato that you provide for your people, mukato, in every way, Father God, spiritually. 
physically, financially, Father God, mentally, Father God, whatever. Grow our relationship in you, Father God, and help us, Father God. Help us not to fall for the words of uh, this world, Father God, or the words of the enemy, but Devla, help us to pay attention to you and your word, Father God, and to focus on your voice in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, describe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.